on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The AHL's Pacific Division has a change, a preview of tonight's game, and we'll talk about Bell Let's Talk. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade now. And welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Don't forget to follow this show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. And also, also, please rate five stars and subscribe if you love the show. Also, also, drop us a line at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. All right, let's get right into it. So the American Hockey League is a league that I've covered for a long time. In fact, I've been working on the HL for the better part of Wow, six years now. It's going to be my sixth season. That's amazing. However, the AHL will be without the Stockton Heat because this was announced by the Calgary Flames that the Heat are not going to be playing in the California slash Pacific Division. In fact, they'll be moving all their operations to Calgary. This story is multi-layered, so let's get to the first part of this. Because the Stockton Heat will not be playing in the Pacific Division this year, that means that several teams will be losing games. The Ontario Reign among those teams losing a bunch of games. They are already playing a low amount of games. Now they are playing only 34 games. The San Diego Goals, they will not be playing 44 games. They only lost 4 games. They're still going to play 40 games, which is still the most in the American Hockey League. Well, as of now, they're tied for the most in the American Hockey League. No, they'd still be the highest. They would still be the highest amount of games. Although there might be a couple extra games added. So as far as the goals are concerned, they still might be able to play 42 games. That's still to be determined. They're still trying to work out the latter part of the schedule. Yes, I know the schedule for the whole season. It's out. But what about those blank spots? They might just leave those blank spots in case of positive tests. And trying to have a schedule for that many games in a short amount of time, it is still a big ask for all the teams in the Pacific Division to do this. However, this is bigger for the Canadian Division of the American Hockey League because they no longer only have three teams. They have four teams. They will be joined by the Manitoba Moose, the Laval Rockets, and one other team. Oh, the Toronto Marlies. Duh. So the Marlies, the Marlies, Rocket, Moose, and now the Heat... They might still be called the Heat. They might be called the Calgary Heat, as far as we're concerned. They might still play at the Saddle Dome. But it does make it a bit easier to have a schedule with four teams instead of three in a division. So that makes five divisions in the American Hockey League, which goes into another story regarding the AHL. And the reason I'm talking about them first is because last season... I left Thursdays for Locked On Goals. The goals are part of the American Hockey League. So I figured talking about the AHL first would be good because this does involve the goals, but also because this does involve the division and the overall landscape of minor league hockey. Because it was rumored, might might be more of a rumor now, that the Calder Cup will not be awarded this season because we have five divisions and we still don't know how it'd be possible to have a playoff with five divisions. So as of right now, it's looking like it might not be awarded, which is good news for the Charlotte Checkers because they are the defending Calder Cup champion 
In fact, they are one of the teams that opted out from the AHL this season. So imagine this. You opt out of a season, you come back, and you're still the defending champions. That just shows how wacky minor league hockey and hockey in general is this season because we've had so many teams have to cancel games because of COVID-related issues. I mean, we're see- we've seen that already this season with the Stars. We've seen it in Florida. We're starting to see it kind of all over the place, not just in hockey. The NBA has had cancellations. Major League Baseball had a ton. Football's had a ton. This is every sport that is not in a bubble. And that's a shame. That's a really big shame. So once again, we might not see the Calder Cup awarded. As far as one other thing that I want to get to here, the goals, they would be playing 40 games this season. That might be a lot. Now with the shifted schedule and the empty dates for the goals, the rain, the condors, the silver knights, you could possibly see probably not more games with the Ontario rain because they're already playing them 10 times this season. I would say look for the goals to play a couple more games against perhaps San Jose. And the reason is because the San Jose Barracuda, they were slated to to play Stockton 8 to 10 times. No, 10 times this season. So San Jose lost 10 games. They're going to want to make up those games. So I expect San Jose will make up some of those games with Bakersfield. Maybe a couple with Ontario. And I would think a couple with San Diego as well. Because San Jose is the most affected team by far. Uh, Let's see. Bakersfield was also affected a little bit. So I could see Bakersfield playing a few more games. Most likely with Ontario. Since they're the closest geographically. Or maybe the goals. Because they're also close geographically. It's just up the 5 freeway. The difference between Irvine and Bakersfield is about three hours. Although, if you look at the snow right now, for those of you in Southern California, you know what we're talking about. It has been snowing up in the mountains. The grapevine has been a mess. So trying to get to Bakersfield right now, that ain't happening. If you're in Bakersfield, you're stuck up there. And I feel for the people in Central California right now that are dealing with this atmospheric river of rain. Some spots in Central Cal getting up to 12 inches of rain. That's a lot. There's widespread flooding all across the Central Valley. San Jose would be getting affected if they were home. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise that San Jose Sharks and Barracuda are not in San Jose because look at the deluge of water out there. It's a mess. Bakersfield is definitely affected by this. So just got to feel for them a little bit. Uh, One other thing. The players that are in Stockton... Most of them are going to be playing up in Stockton. A couple of them could be free agents because they might not be able to play in Canada. They might not be able to pass quarantine. So we could still see some free agent signings here and there. I mean, this whole minor league season, it's going to be kind of a mess. It's going to be an organized mess, but this is kind of the world we live in, especially in minor league hockey. You have to roll with the punches. And by the way, before we go into a break, I commend anybody that works in minor league hockey or has worked in minor league hockey. We go through a lot. We wear many different hats, especially working in minor league sports. So you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to learn how to program something. You have to learn how to do stuff on the fly so frequently. And you just got to roll with it. And I would say 
some of the minor league people, they really pay their dues. So this is also kind of a shout out to anyone that's ever worked in minor league hockey. All right. We're going to head into the first intermission. Uh, who are we talking about today? We're going to talk about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Built Bar comes in a variety of flavors, including orange, raspberry, double chocolate, cookies, and cream. They are made in a nut-free facility and only have 130 calories while being packed with 17 grams of protein and only 4 grams of sugar. So they are not only delicious, but they are healthy for you. Yeah, they taste like a candy bar too. They're made with 100% real dark chocolate and also, in some cases, white chocolate as well. Yeah, they have white chocolate out there. So if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order of Built Bar. Once again, that is BuiltBar.com, the best-tasting protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Coming up after the intermission, we're going to have a preview of tonight's game. Stay locked in. back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to have a small preview of the action taking place tonight at the Valley of the Sun. Yeah, we're talking about the Arizona Coyotes once again that are now 2-4-1. The Ducks are 3-2-2. How in the world are the Ducks 3-2-2? They're above 500 at the start of the season. But again, I'm going to say what I said last season in November. It's only seven games. Slow your roll. Yeah, it's only seven games. Last season, it was only seven games in an 82-game season. This time, it is seven games in a 50-plus game season. Yeah, it's a sprint, not a marathon this time. So if the Ducks can sustain a hot start, who knows what could happen? Looking at the leading scorers, Nick Schmaltz is up there. But look at the Ducks' leading scorers. Carter Rowney leads the team with four points. It is still Max Comtois with those three goals. He leads the team in goals. Hampus Lindholm has two goals. And those have been pretty recent. So good for Hampus Lindholm. Uh, Someone that I have been impressed with that I want to talk about for a hot minute after I go over some more stats. Yanni Hockenpah. He's been very impressive. As far as some of the stats going into this game. Guess what? The Ducks still have not scored a power play goal this season. They're still by far the worst team in the power play. They're the only team that has not scored a power play and still the only team with a net negative percentage as far as power play goes because they've allowed shorties. They've done pretty well on the penalty kill. Imagine being dead last in the league as far as power play percentage, but you're fourth in the league in penalty kill percentage. 90.9% on the penalty kill. I'll talk about that in a hot second. Face-off percentage, they're 8th in the league, 52%. Part of that has to do with the Elite 1C, because if I can mention the Elite 1C as often as possible, I'm going to mention the Elite 1C as often as possible. As far as goals allowed, they're 4th. They've allowed 2 goals per game. They've allowed a total of 14 goals all season, while only scoring 12. Riddle me this. The Ducks have 12 goals. They've allowed 14, yet they're above 500. How? How is this possible? 
one goal wins. That's how that's possible. John Gibson getting shutouts. That's how it's possible. Look, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty much all John Gibson these days. He has been the star of stars for the Ducks this season by far. A 3-1-2 record. A 167 goals against and a save percentage of 948. That is beyond amazing. If Gibby can keep up at least a modicum of this, if he can, if he can hover around two goals per game, if he can hover around the 930 save percentage and sustain that for the entire season, you could be looking at a Vesna Trophy winner in John Gibson. And if somehow, just go with me on this, folks, if somehow the Ducks make a playoff spot, then you've got to put John Gibson as your number one target for the Vesna Trophy. Yes, we're still a long way to go, but it could happen. As far as the penalty kill, okay, this I do want to talk about. 90.9% on the penalty kill. Last game, they were very effective on the PK in three of them. And I will go with two players that have been very effective on the penalty kill. First, I'm going to mention from the last game, Ben Hutton. His first game with the Ducks was very impressive. He had about three minutes out there on the penalty kill. And he had a block shot in there. But he was also very effective on driving the puck away from that Royal Road. Getting it away from the slot. And Hutton would get a couple good deflections and eat the puck towards the corners. He was very effective on that. Someone else that was pretty effective was Derek Grant. In four minutes, yeah, Derek Grant was out on the PK for four minutes and one second. He was extremely effective on the penalty kill, but he always has been. This might be his best asset for the Ducks. Not the little shovel plays, not the scoring ability, but the defense and the penalty kill. Yes, not even the faceoff percentage. Derek Grant is by far your best forward as far as the PK goes because he will block shots. He will deliver hits. He will win faceoffs. He will do whatever it takes for the Ducks to not get scored upon on the PK. And I've mentioned this name already. Yanni Hockenpah. He might be the biggest surprise for the Ducks so far in this season because he's out there on those PK units. He's been very impressive all season long. Even on the last game, where Yanni Hakapa was out for only two minutes, one second on the penalty kill, but they were a very effective two minutes and one second. Same like Ben Hutton, forcing the puck out of the center, the center of the ice, forcing the puck towards the blue line. Hakapa has been very effective at that. So just want to give those guys a little bit of a shout out because they frankly very much deserve it. And that is a preview of tonight's game. Uh, Tonight's game will be on at 6 p.m. Pacific time, and that game will be on regular TV. So for those of you that don't have cable, if you just have regular TV, it's going to be on Channel 13 tonight or My 13. Even if you have a little, you know, antenna, like one of those little digital antennas, you could watch it on there too, on Channel 13, once again at 6 p.m. We're going to head into the second intermission But before we get into the second intermission, y'all should head over to betonline.ag because they are the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. They have every sport you could think of. They have basketball. Hey, if you're smart, 
I'd bet on the Utah Jazz right now because they're on a 10-game winning streak. Folks, don't look now. The Jazz have the best record in the NBA. (gasps) Are are you serious? The Utah Jazz have the best record in the NBA? Yes, that is correct. Oh, that's something that I didn't see coming, but hey, I bet David Locke did. Check him out on Locked On Jazz. But anyway, if you go over to their hockey table, they have all the stats and all the lines for tonight's games. In fact, if you want to bet on the Anaheim Ducks tonight, they're not the favorite. It's a plus 122. And they also have an over-under of only five. Folks, take the under on this one. It's a plus 113. If you want a pretty decent parlay bet, take the Ducks at a plus 122 and take the under five goals at a plus 113. That'll net you a pretty penny. So go over to betonline.ag and use a promo code locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we'll be back. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And we've got a couple of uh, bits of news to go over before we say goodbye for today. Uh, First, let's start with the American Hockey League. As we talked about earlier, the Stockton Heat, they had to pull out from the Pacific Division to play in Canada. Well, we have some positive cases out in Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Hershey Bears. They have canceled both their preseason games for this week and now we don't know if they're going to be able to start the season on time with the Hershey Bears Um, as of right now they're supposed to start a week from tomorrow I guess we're going to find out and see if they're going to be okay to play so that's still up in the air as far as the National Hockey League is concerned uh, there was one postponement that was announced this morning the St. Louis Blues and the Vegas Golden Knights Tonight's game is postponed due to COVID-related issues. And that also affects, I think it affects Saturday's game as well. So, no, it doesn't. It only affects the Vegas Golden Knights as far as we are concerned. Uh, St. Louis is still going to play Anaheim this weekend. So, once again, the St. Louis Blues and the Vegas Golden Knights, that game has been postponed tonight. The Ducks still play Arizona and as of right now, St. Louis is still playing Anaheim. So it appears that I don't think St. Louis is the team that was affected. Uh, just from looking online on Twitter this morning, it looks like Vegas might be the team that was affected because they didn't immediately take the ice for practice at their normal time. So that's something that we'll definitely keep an eye on. If there's an emergency or if there's uh, something going on with St. Louis, we'll be sure to let you folks know that follow LO underscore Ducks. And we might still have an emergency podcast on Saturday. But as of right now, we just have today, this one, and we have a show for tomorrow, as of right now. As far as the other big news, this one hurts a lot. And this has to do with the NWHL or the National Women's Hockey League. I've been supporting them for a long time. I love the NWHL. They There have been some great games 
that have taken place in the NWHL or the N-double so far this young season. Each team was going to play five games and then have a little bit of a tournament and then they'd have the semifinal and final rounds. Well, they will not be joined by the Metropolitan Riveters and that really pains me to say this because that league has gone through a lot in the past few days. Um, I know that Jess Belmosto from Locked on Flames, she had a little bit to say about that. So check out Locked on Flames. I will give her a shout out there. But the NWHL has been going through a ton right now. And this does not help at all that the Riveters had to pull out. And in fact, I'm going to pull up the statement from the league. Quote, the Metropolitan Riveters have withdrawn from the 2021 NWHL season after several members of the organization tested positive for COVID-19. The decision to withdraw the Riveters from competition follows the league's medical protocols established for the season. The priority of the NWHL is the health of our players, coaches, officials, and staff. The season will move forward with five teams, and the league will continue to strictly adhere to the medical protocols to protect everyone's safety. The Riveters and health officials have collaborated to bring every member of the team home in a way that ensures the safety of all parties. And this quote from the Riveters head coach, Ivo Moshek, quote, Our team is heartbroken to not have the chance to compete for the Isabel Cup, but we are aligned with the league in prioritizing the well-being of all of the players and staff. We wish the best to our respected opponents, and I assure you that the Metropolitan Riveters will be back to compete again in Season 7 for our fans and all of our amazing supporters, end quote. That is just horrible news out of the N-double. And this is also kind of just terrible. Out of caution, the league is postponing games scheduled for today and tomorrow, They'll resume play on Saturday, January 30th at 12 noon. So that is going on with the NWHL. I I like the NWHL. I think they do a great job. Some of those games are more entertaining than the NHL. I look at the game that took place Tuesday between the Riveters and the Whitecaps. It was a 0-0 shutout until the very end when it was a 1-0 victory by Minnesota. With 10 seconds left, it was dramatic, folks. So if you haven't already, check out the NWHL. It is definitely worth it. And with that, we're going to conclude today's podcast. Don't forget, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Make sure to rate five stars, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Drop us a line at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening, and I didn't get to mention this before, but today is Bell Let's Talk Day. There is a stigma around mental health, so please, if you haven't already, be sure to tweet today using the hashtag Bell Let's Talk, and let's talk about mental health, and let's be kind to one another because you never know what other people are going through. So I say this every show, but especially today. Please, please be kind to everyone wherever you can. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Be kind. Be sure to wear a mask. Practice social distancing and enjoy the game tonight. And Ducks fly together.